Danielle. Hi, Casey. How are you this early morning? Early morning. I'm I'm so well. Happy to be here. So much to discuss. Ready for comedy and reeling still. And I don't know about you, but reeling from Ramona Singer's new eyebrows. They are what like. No one needs to draw any more attention to Ramona Singer's eyes. And I say this with love. They draw attention to themselves. Not, you know, like they really do the work of a lot uh, that people don't have. They do the work of, of a thousand <laughs> they men. They do the work of a thousand <laughs> yes. men. And so yeah. we don't need any more to be done. We got it. You know, they pop. They really pop. If, when you say someone's eyes pop, those eyes pop. And so she placed a... I'm not going to say an ad, but just to sort of like shout out. <laughs> she placed an ad in a paper <laughs> note on Instagram. Yeah, what was it exactly? I'm... It was just like shout out to so-and-so. And I don't want to drag this person. because I don't even want to drag her, even though Ramona has put her on her own Instagram and said her name. It's so very bad that I refuse to say her name on this podcast. Yeah, but when I tell you, she got like what, eyebrow sculpting or what's that called when you get like cuts put in your eyes or whatever. It looked, it looks demonic. It, it, demonic. The eyebrows are going up like almost past the hairline into a point and it's quite scary actually. They look, they look drawn on in a way that, you know, like when you see those videos of someone like getting, um, they you do paint over your eyebrows. You get like painted right. over and then they draw eyebrows on top of them to make sort of like a Cruella DeVille character. That is what she is like now. That is what we are presenting to the world. And it's... It looks to me like God and the universe have said, I'm going to give this woman the eyebrows of her political party. Like something about it is just like, she looks evil. And I, uh, there's just no other way, you know, it's, she posted it and God bless her. And now she also did another strange post, Danielle, that I'm looking at. What is it? It's another advertisement for her real estate Uh, business. (gasps) I saw And this one's on the grid, Okay. And it's her, at points, mainly half cut off, like just just top lip up. So in this one, it's harder to see the eyebrows. Just a full <laughs> video of her where, I mean, literally she's not in frame, but she is in all green. No. And she says, who wants to turtle time with me in the Hamptons this summer? It is the most upsetting video. Where she's like, I could help you rent or buy. I could do either. Let's turtle time rent and buy. And it makes no sense. And what's so upsetting to me, and Casey, I'm sure this makes you live it, because you have a director's eye. I do not. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, you've been to the festivals with your films. But I will say, (laughs) it's never in frame. Like, she is literally cut off half the time. And I can't imagine that she... I mean, this is an advertisement for her business, one of her many business, not true faith jewelry, but something almost as important, real estate. And she is cut off. Her head is cut off half the the advertisement. And I can't believe that she saw it and was like, cut and print. Like, let's take this, to, like, let's bring this to the gram. Like, we don't want another take in here. Danielle, it's so confusing. It is almost as confusing as the situation that is going on oh. with a gentleman, <laughs> a, 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 a PR person. <laughs> it's so <laughs> wild. I can't make heads or tails of this. A gentleman, a, a PR person. A man that we, we didn't know that would be entering our lives in the whirlwind way that he has, you know? Named Patrick Summers, 1M. 
Are you following the Battle of Patrick Summers, Danielle? Are, I am. I, I have been alerted to the Battle I'm of Patrick Summers. I'm following breathlessly. <laughs> and, and as much attention as I am paying, and guys, I am paying more attention to this than anything I've ever paid attention. Like, I am in it. I still don't quite know what I am looking at or hearing, and I can't make heads or tails. Exactly. It's like, I want to draw a conclusion. I want to even just tell those of you who the name Patrick Summers isn't ringing the bell that it should. If Patrick Summers isn't ringing a bell, I want you to ask yourself, what am I doing that's that's more important than me following the 27 YouTubes and links and posts about Patrick Summers' involvement with Kathy Hilton and Lisa Rinna? But I can't explain it because it's hard. Can you try? I'm going to try. Okay. And I'll stop you along the way if I think I I can. But know that, guys, I've I've never studied harder for a subject and yet been less prepared for a test. So I just say that. This is some AP shit. (laughs) Yes. And I don't know that I'll pass. But here's here we go. So supposedly Patrick Summers was well, Patrick Summers was hired by Kathy Hilton. That's what we hear in the first place to bring down Lisa Rinna, right? Like, so he was. uh, Let me stop you. Let me. (laughs) Okay. Really quick, so there was an Instagram account, a Bravo account, seems like a very lovely person running it, that Patrick Summers DMs. And he basically says, hey, I've got some tea. Now, I'm paraphrasing all over the place, okay? Yes. But he says, I've got some tea. Basically, I was hired, yes, to do PR by Kathy Hilton. Kind of, so this guy that runs the Bravo site is thinking, I've got a big scoop here, you know? I've got all this information that this PR person is basically telling me that Kathy Hilton hired him to try to take down Rinna. And he said, I work with someone whose name rhymes with Milton. So then the Bravo site posts it, thinking like, I've got a scoop. The same way you and me are throwing Uber drivers in front of the camera, left, right, and center. So now, okay, that's where we're at now. So basically all of these um, screen grabs have been posted of this conversation between who we believe to be Kathy Hilton's like partner in crime in PR trying to take down Rinna. Go on. Now where are we? So then... Rinna is upset and starts to post this person's phone number. Somehow she gets this person's phone number, starts posting it on her gram and saying, hey, everybody, find out who this is, right? Right. Find out who this person is that Kathy has hired to take me down. Well, then Kathy, I don't think Kathy says a word. Her silence is deafening, as a friend said, and it's excruciating and it's upsetting. And I'd like her to step forward. I'd like her to just get on our show also, by the way, separate. She she won't. I feel like she's going to be in one episode before her contract was signed and she almost got canceled. I think we've got a one episode window. (laughs) Yeah, between this and what she like calls, you know, you know, Instagram's Rick Hilton from the basement saying, get me out of here. So anyway... So then Lisa Rinna spreads his phone number everywhere. It's like, bravo, peeps, do your worst. Like, find out who this is. Well, then he got pissed because Lisa Rinna p- posted his phone number, which is sacred, I guess. And then he says, comes out, this guy, and says, actually, it was Lisa Rinna who hired me. We were in this to bring down Kathy. And I didn't think Rinna was going to post my real phone number. That's kind of the gist, yeah, right? This was like, he's basically saying now, Rinna and I, which it did seem fishy when why would a PR person hired by Kathy Hilton then go and tell someone else? You know, I work, like it was insane to begin with. But now he's like, no, no, no. Rinna and I are friends. He's like, 
You can look it up. She follows me. <laughs> and he actually, I mean, he seems a bit unhinged, but he also seems nice. I, I, I don't know what to believe. So he's like, Rin and I are friends. We plotted this. We came up with this whole thing to try to help her storyline the season together. But when she, I thought she was going to say a fake phone number for me or something, there was some something along their friendship some went south. And he said it went south very quickly. And in the blink of an eye, she puts his phone number out there. He puts hers. And now all the while, Lisa is posting in the very beginning, like all these things like, what? Who in the world is um, saying that they were hired by Kathy to take me down? Like that's how she's acting in the beginning, okay? Now suddenly, yeah, she's like, dig into this. And now it's like, no, no, these two did this is what he's claiming, Patrick Summers with 1M. Now he has also made a YouTube video, Mm -hmm. which... It says the claims again, gets deeper into it, how they met at some sort of um, charity function, I believe. And also he goes into, I believe, him to be adopted, which has something to do with this, or he claims. I, you know, it's a longer video um, that we dip in and out of type 1 diabetes, and then we swerve quickly, you're right, into adoption, and we go to... Uh, kind of analogies of if him and Rena were on a yacht, they're going down together, which yes. made me laugh. Like normally people are like, if you're on a, what is it, like a life raft? A boat. You go down, a boat. Yeah. yeah or, okay. or just like a dinghy. I didn't even <laughs> step below. I'm <laughs> like a piece of driftwood. In Patrick Summers' world, he's like, yeah, Lisa, Rin, and I, it's like we were on a yacht together and we both went down. I urge everyone to watch this video. Uh, there's a, there's, you pointed out, Danielle, the weirdest thing about it is the curtains in the background. It's a, it's an interesting background. <sighs> Now, again, you know, you're sitting in front of your closet, your open closet. Yes. We all pick backgrounds. But I like yes. the, like, array of colors. But you're also not making a public statement right now. No, I wouldn't be in here, you know, if I were with people of no, you might. not just you. <laughs> you might. <laughs> yeah, well, right. you have done your show from now, our live show from now. Yes, but I used the red table, I mean, the red towel to cover it up because I'm a classy woman. It sort of covered it up. Um, <laughs> half and half. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a really strange video. And I have tried to, a lot of us have been trying to make heads or tails. So uh, honestly, what this is more of just like a fact-finding mission for all of you to just go and watch it. I'm sure many of you have seen it. And we, we, we welcome all interpretations of the law. And I want to ask, and I've asked this to Casey and, and on our group chat as well, like, could this person just be, with love, unwell? Mm. That never occurred to me. <laughs> I know. Could he just not know either of them? And just, you know, could this be him getting into drama? Could he think he, he know? I don't, again, I, because at first I was like, well, I don't put it past Kathy Hilton because she's, she's not in these waters normally. She doesn't know how to navigate this. She's always had like a person. So somebody was, came up to her somewhere, some pre-R person connected her with this guy and was like, he'll take care of it. And she's like, fine, do it. And like, doesn't know what's going on, right? So that's my one interpretation if he was involved with Kathy Hilton, okay? Okay. Because then I was like, well, Lisa Rinna has navigated these waters. She's a little smarter. But then I'm a little like, well, but Lisa's also a cockroach. You know what I mean? Like, she's a cockroach. <laughs> La cucaracha. <laughs> she is. And I'm like, she is a cockroach. And she will do anything and everything with love. I sway- say this with love because she will survive us all. But with love, like, so she, she'll get down in the dirt. She's not afraid to, like, get in there and do some dirty work. So this could be her machinations. Behind- I don't know. You know, like, those are my two theories, if either of them are involved with this person. Okay. Now, I 
believe Patrick. What? <laughs> believe women and believe Patrick because I just do. And I think he seems, yes, a little more uh, possibly unhinged. He seems in over his head for a PR executive. Yeah. <laughs> for a PR manager, excuse me. I don't know why I think he seems sweet and I believe him. And I really think this is like the world's dumbest plot. This is like our... It's not even our Watergate because it's so stupid, but it's really poorly like put together. You know, he's saying what was put in front of you was manufactured in hopes of pushing Rinna's storyline for next season. It's not true. Kathy Hilton had no involvement. It was strictly me and Rinna concocting this plan. It just went south really fast, as did our friendship. We're no longer friends. Now, I think friends was loose in the be- to begin with, but I do think... Rinna was maybe just like, let's stir some shit up. Let's have some fun. Let's do this X, Y, Z. But I think really wanted it to happen. And I yeah. think it's a toughie, you know, and I, I don't know where we go from here. And I think I think Lois's passing is kind of uh, a good airing. It's, it's good timing that it was aired this week. Yeah, because with everything, people have like sympathy in their heart. I was, and we'll get into this in the episode, but I was very sad. I mean, again, Lois lived an incredible life and she lived some 95 years, I think. I mean, what a testament. Um, But, and I'll miss her. I will. I I truly am sad. I don't know how Lois begat Rinna, who begat those two others. (laughs) (laughs) But... The tale for another oh, time. Lois begat and Rinna begat and begat and begat and begat. Uh, speaking of begat, there's zero segue here, but I think you'll find it if we keep going. We'll, okay. we'll elegantly move into it. You sent a really upsetting report to a text chain this week. You were really on fire this week, Danielle. Just Was digging. I? No, you were like a little river rat down <laughs> in the garbage where you belong with me and just sending just... I don't know where you're getting all your gold this week. <laughs> where did I? What did you I were panning send? for gold because you oh, sent me. Oh, I know me. what I sent. I know what I sent. Something you. <laughs> really upsetting involving another Summers, a man named Brian Summers, whomever that is. He has a blue check, and he simply says, "This is this is really hard for me to read, Danielle." It you know, should be. It should be. You know, and I'm going to only hope that you and this Summers are in cahoots together to try to take me down, and that yeah. this is all lies as well. Yeah. Okay. A man named Brian Summers says he tweets, and I quote. Remember, reserve PS at LAX. PS LAX. It's the terminal used by celebrities and wealthy folks. Thanks, Brian. For as much as $4,500 each way, that's not how much I paid, they get a special security and waiting area and a BMW ride to the plane. This part's hard. (laughs) It is behind on rent by $3.6 million, according to LAX, which is putting it on a payment plan. (laughs) I love that your luxury service needs a payment plan, Casey. These are hard times. Housing is hard to come by right now. Casey, how do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel lied to? And I will say that June pointed out okay. <laughs> that maybe they shouldn't be spending so much of their money on magazines and they should be paying <laughs> those you free know, magazines they're giving the jealous, you. The jealous and the weak laugh and must throw stones. And, you know, I stand with PSLAX. You know, um, (laughs) on their back, are you going to pay their back rent? (laughs) I'm helping them try to work out a deal, you know, just a little extra here and there. You know, I thought it was odd. I will be honest, like how cheap it was for me to get in. And I, you know, but I was nothing but grateful and, and, and remain grateful. And I know that they can see their way out of this. You know, um, one of those drivers of one of those aforementioned BMWs told me that a couple more were opening soon. So I thought we were doing well. 
<laughs> well, I'm sure that's the party line. I remember when I went to uh, one of the Katsuyas at the at the Americana. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I had a waiter tell me that the like... PSLEX of sushi, at the PSLEX of sushi, yes. the PSLEX of the Americana at the Grove um, was t- told me like, like took me aside and was like, look, we're going out of business. Don't tell the rest of... Like, he took me aside during the meal and was like, this ain't long for this world. He saw in your eyes a customer who could like, who could hold that information and bear witness yeah. to it. Yeah. Now, they do still seem to be there. Is that... No, they're gone. <gasps> what? They're gone, Casey. There's like a there's construction there as we speak. It's gone. At Americana? At the Americana, Katsuya is gone. All we have is a cupcake kiosk of the sprinkles. Or or is it a Meredith Mark shop? Who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah, they're one of those. Oh my god. And Danielle. a cheesecake factory. Why it's did he gone. feel you needed to know that? He just thought you were the right person. Maybe you could see in my eyes. Cause I kept asking for things and they would be like, we don't have that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like chopsticks. He'd be like, mm-hmm. he's like, listen, lady, <laughs> this is your last meal here. So enjoy. <laughs> he did. He basically said that Matt and I were just like, oh, why is he telling us this? He was like, I got to tell you, this place is going. Like, they're not telling people wow. that this place is gone. Like, gone, baby, gone. So just know that's gone. So that was like the PL. That's that guy telling you this. Now, let me ask you this. Mm. Were there other people there at P- PSLAX? There was moving trucks. <laughs> no. Um, you know, there were a couple. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't ever say I've been. I've been um, bowled over by the amount of people there. You know. And let me ask you this: as a shareholder, <laughs> as you, uh-huh, I would call you on. now, as a shareholder, did they inform you of these financial difficulties? No, and I appreciate that, Danielle. I don't need to, to know. You know that money I just gave is going to be gone. You know, I, um, I, I, I would like to see something from. You know, it's my my club and, and and see what's kind of happened, you know, and I would love to hear something, but no, they didn't. And I actually think that's classy. I hope I get that money back. And another question for you. Mm, okay. Got, this is your last three strikes and you're out. Okay. Well, this is like, it's a press conference and this I'm sorry, you have today. to This fame. is about Patrick Summers and Rena. I didn't realize this is about me and Brian Summers. I know, but I don't, they're not, PSLAX is not out doing a press conference and you are. So we have to get who we can get from the, from the okay. place. Okay. Okay. Wait. I am other, sitting in front of curtains. Okay, go yes. on. <laughs> My other question to you is, as Matt McConkie, I think, pointed out when we all heard this news from a source, was they didn't get, they didn't tell you when you, your plane was delayed. It seemed that they didn't, we knew before them. They are dealing seat? with a lot, Danielle. It's like you guys want them to be perfect. You want them to know about every de- delay. You want them to, you know, to have their rents paid. It's like, these are hard times in case y'all haven't noticed. Yes, yes, even for celebs. I see that. <laughs> even <hear> that. for <laughs> celebs. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Danielle, we should get to our guest, but I do want to say one more thing, which is that I heard that you have gotten into the deep end on Hulu. Yes. The teal Hill swan. swan. Dark oh, is no. dark wow. is all get out. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I recommended it with Glee last week and I still recommend it just as powerfully, but I will say it took a bit of a turn that stark. As I was like walking to the bathroom after watching last week with my mouth open, I was like, I regret the tone I used. (laughs) You know, like Matt McGonkey was like, speaking of yachts, he's like, I have jumped off that yacht. Um, (laughs) 
It's yeah, a real wow, you know. It's it's dark. It starts out sort of fun loving, like we're in Utah, you know, like yeah, it's like our normal cult stuff. We got volleyball, yeah, we got whatever we got. Yeah, we've got you know like lots of beads and um, you know, swimming in a pool, someone carrying you around in a pool, and like you yeah, know, like yeah. these are the starts things. off the high life. Yeah, and then it descends Back into the in deep end, the high life again. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then yeah. we descend to the deep end, and it's called the deep end for a reason because it is dark in the deep. It's dark in the yeah, deep. People are drowned. Um, I, so. I will say this about teal. Can I just say this real quick? Please. For those of you, I've never seen a less dynamic cult leader. Okay. Uh, I don't find, well, but then again, I think of that Nexium guy and I can't think of a more disgusting person. So, you know, it's hard to know who brings in the, brings the boys to the yard, but teal to me, is like such a bully. And the only thing I feel like makes her like interesting is her like long, luxurious hair. I think Teal has said, look, I've got long hair. I'm a cult leader. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm I'm running on that platform. I just I've never we, seen someone angrier or more defensive. To, and uh, yeah. defensive. Yeah. Like you cannot come at her. You cannot question her. But to her credit is not the right word. But uh-huh. she's not running. Her cult platform is not like, I'm going to make you happy. It's actually like, you might be just sad. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I I, I just want to say, I know you're not watching Kardashians, Danielle, but so many people have been asking me, you know, am I watching? Of course I am. There's only two left on Hulu. I find it a far superior program than <laughs> the Card- than Keeping Up was, ever was. And I had 59 seasons of that and only seven episodes of this. And I say that well, with confidence. What someone said to me recently about the new Kardashians, which I get, like, I appreciate, there's no pretending anymore. Like, in the new Kardashians, like, they're just like, you will watch us whatever we want to do. There's no trying to, like... But that's what we want to watch. That's like, what I'm I want to watch, you know, Chloe at her gym at, like, 6 a.m. with her long nails, just, like, in her big butt, just slowly walking upstairs, you know, stair climber. And and I say that with love when I say that. I like, yeah. I love just watching her nails and body do things. All of them. I listened to Courtney on the Goop podcast the other day. Danielle? I love. I it. did, too. What did you just say? I loved her on it. Wait, Danielle. Okay. I want to just pretend we're not on this podcast right now and I'm looking you in the eyes. Are you joking? Are you doing like a bit of like... No, no. I'm not joking at all, Casey. I'm more serious. I I, I respected (laughs) her. No, I'm serious. She said something that I thought was genius. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. I... (laughs) She said, and I I can't quote it verbatim, and I wish I had written it down because I was making dinner as I was listening. But she said, like, find someone. She's talking about Travis Barker. And she said, find someone. This was a Casey Musgraves quote, but go on. Okay. Well, maybe it's Casey Musgraves. The only one bit of wisdom came from someone else. Go on. Okay. But she said, find someone who, like, calms your soul. Your nervous system. Your nervous system. That's what I meant. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I thought that that was so brilliant. Yeah, like that was a good quote she saw on Instagram. You know, I hate Courtney, And I'm really? going to speak my truth. You know, I've never liked her. But even her happy is so angry and sad. And I just, all of this, this wedding with all the goth. And it's so, so cheesy to me. Like she just released photos of her like Romeo and Juliet vibes from her batch. It's just like blood reds. It's like what I would have done truly in theater school when I was... 
15 if I had that money and like my parents were throwing me a party or something. It's so cheesy. I think he's addicted to her. Like addictions have now been transferred. I'm just, that's just a theory I'm throwing out there. And I think she's a miserable person. And I know what everyone's thinking, which is like, Casey, how could you say that? She's with Travis. Casey, you're so mean. Casey, you don't want love for her. I just wish she was a nicer person. She does, She barely says thank you to Gwyneth one time for having her. She never says one compliment back to Gwyneth, who's falling all over herself to talk that she likes her wellness company, Poosh. No, Gwyneth has had enough compliments. I'm sorry. Gwyneth does not need okay. Kourtney Kardashian. I'm just saying, when someone goes on someone's program, she's like, hi. I think, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. She's so rude. She's so entitled. She's, I just, I, I hate that type of personality where it's I like, didn't... you have to give a hundred for them to give you one. My least favorite personality type. Meanwhile, Chloe will give you a thousand when you give her nothing. And I know that's why she's gotten herself in trouble twice and thrice. And, and then I, I just am such a Chloe and a Kim and a Chris lover. Hate Kendall. Kylie, okay, I'll allow the place she's found herself in the family. I'll give her that. But I just find Courtney so distasteful, so sour, so miserable. I had empathy for her, Casey. I felt she is the oldest. She's the oldest of this family. She had the most time with Chris. Like she And that's a problem? Well, I just feel like it's a lot of pressure, especially coming from her mom. I think she I think she really wants to be with her family. And I think she wasn't a natural extrovert like Chloe and Kim. And I think it was harder. To, again, I I haven't watched the hours. I haven't put in the footwork that you've put in. So my my tale is coming differently. But I I found love for her in this podcast. I thought of her as a mom. And that was really important to her. And... I think she's trying to make a go at love. I think she's had a really hard time with Scott Disick. Okay. I think he was damaging to her. And again, did not, you know, I think, I think she had found her place in the family and it's not easy to be the oldest of this family. And I found her to be quite charming, Casey. Danielle, we're going to agree to disagree about Ms. Kardashian and I won't be speaking about this matter with you ever again. Um, and, and and just watch the show. Let's just say watch the show before you throw uh, Okay, but can I just you. say, I'm a little disappointed that you're not proud of me for at least listening to that podcast and having a pin. Like, I dug in. Like, aren't you happy that I went th- that extra mile? To, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm not. Uh, I love you, Danielle. Let's take a quick break because we have to come back with our guest yes. who is a friend and incredible actress and has a television show. And a podcast. And a podcast. And unlike Kourtney Kardashian, is a show that she's uh, the winning star of. Okay. Hi, Danielle. We're back. Wow. Now, this guest is one of my favorite people. And when I told my sister that she was going to be our guest today, she's like, she's my favorite. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So just so you know, my Abby is very happy right now. I love it. Uh, You know, we have a, a guest here who is... She wears so many hats. I mean, you know, and so many voices. actress, writer, show. I mean, honestly, you know, she's running her own television program right now, podcast tour uh, in her own right. She's also an Emmy nominee. That's right. That's right. But, you know, also comedian, amazing actor, everything. And she has a new show that we've spoken of in brief spurts many a time because it's that good. But she's finally here to tell us about her show and and give us, just as importantly, her in, insightful, powerful takes on this sprawling franchise. 
Please welcome the creator and star of I Love That For You on Showtime, Vanessa Bayer. Hello. What a Hi. what a lovely intro, you guys. I just feel I just feel very excited to be here because I love this podcast so much and I listen to it every week. Vanessa, I just have Vanessa. to say, you are such a star. And not that I didn't know it already. Of course, we've all seen your work before. But your work on I Love That For You is so fucking like it's so the breadth of it like the the like it's so yeah. funny but it also like beautiful i love this person i love this person that you're playing and i'm just it's so good vanessa will you tell everyone the premise of the show if if anyone hasn't seen it that's really on them but i will give them a chance to that's hear the so premise. nice okay so the show is called i love that for you it's on showtime and basically the premise is that um i played this character who, um, like me, had childhood leukemia. And she, as a child, watched a lot of QVC, also like me, um, (laughs) or home shopping. We call it SVN on our show. And um, she grows up to, uh, in actually the first episode, uh, get her dream job of working as a host on a home shopping network. And um, she basically... uh, she kind of messes up her first on-air broadcast, and she tells a big lie um, to keep her job, which is that her cancer came back when she's completely <laughs> healthy. <laughs> but it's also... It's, um, <laughs> it's very Brooks Ayers, yeah, in a really way, well, like Brooks and Vicky inspi- Were you inspired by Brooks? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think when we were first writing the show, we didn't really... I didn't realize how probably subconsciously I was inspired by Brooks. Because who isn't inspired by Brooks? <laughs> well, we all <laughs> and are. And all the beautiful, like, love bombing he did of Vicky. Okay, will you just tell me a little bit, because I found this so fascinating, just about your own personal love for home shopping and kind of like what it gave you when you were younger? Because it's just so beautiful Yeah, so I watched this a lot. Actually, when I was really young, I watched it the most. And I just loved the way the hosts, like I just very, I was very enamored with the hosts and how like glamorous they were and how they would just talk and talk and talk and like share about their lives and kind of talk about like if you bought this product, you could like go to your daughter's luncheon and be, you know, the most you know, everyone would say, who's that lady? And like, just like the examples. <laughs> and lady in that and, duster? And, and maybe Such you a specific have a ch- example. Who's that lady? <laughs> that I think is that, that's all any of us want anyone to say about us is who's that lady. Yeah, they just, like the idea that you would like, be wearing earrings and you would come into a charity function and everyone would turn their heads and go, <laughs> you know, this a is, pair of earrings. she's for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I need more of her. Yes, exactly. What, what she got, what she yeah, got. What she got. And just like the way that they talked, like, um, I don't, I, I recently got to actually go on QVC. It was wow. incredible. And wow. I got to sell with one of my favorite hosts from growing up, Jane Tracy. <gasps> and this Isn't is that huge. incredible? This is like a dream. This is, this is like a this is manifesting on on such a high. And I know it's dumb when people say it's manifesting, but it really is. It's like on such a high plane. I feel like you created something where you also got to like genuinely put yourself in touch with these women that meant so much to you. And yes. can I ask you too, like in that whole "Don't meet your heroes," what was it like to meet this childhood hero of yours? Well, it's it was incredible. I had met her once before. My co-creator Jeremy and I took a tour of QVC like when we first started working on the show and we met her and this other host that I always loved growing up who also still works there, um, Mary Beth Rowe. And they were both, they talked to us for like an hour. This was years ago. They talked to us for like an hour and told us all about it. 
And they were so sweet and just, just incredible. And then getting to do, um, getting to do like an actual broadcast with Jane was so incredible. And I got to like ask her and talk about all these things that I've noticed over the years. Like this is actually, I think just a regional thing. I thought it was a, for sure a QVC thing was they, t- they called jewelry. I say jewelry. They say jewelry. And oh. they put like a year- <laughs> jewelry. jewelry. See, even jewelry is like very proper the way you say it. Cause I say jewelry. Yeah. Well, I think that's jewelry. how they say, they say jewelry. They say jewelry. Like with a U, like they go like, and I love, and they go like, and this is a beautiful piece of jewelry. Whereas I would say, <laughs> whereas I would say, this is a beautiful piece of jewelry, which sounds so like, get a life, Vanessa, you know? Yeah, it's like, Grow Vanessa, up. enough already, enough, Vanessa. <laughs> but I Grow feel up. like, Vanessa, you're, you're speaking it as it's written, phonetically correct. <laughs> but that's what makes them above us, these women, yes. like with their nails and the way they, I always put it on to calm my nervous system when we're talking about Kourtney Kardashian said that about Travis Barker. But when I put on, I put it on when yes. I'm like, I want nothing bad to happen in the world that I'm in right now. And to see them with their bright, shiny nails tapping on things, oh, it's so the tapping with the nails. I talked to her oh. about that too. I said, like, they'll just be like a bottle of cream and you'll just be like, <laughs> and you'll be like, we have this in the 30 ounce. Now I have nail. So here's the other thing is I, when I, when we were filming the show, I said, everybody has to, all the people who play hosts have to get manicures. Like we had a manicures come in and they have to have like nice nails. And I've kept my nails up because I've been doing like press and stuff. And our, our friend Jesse Klein has said that it has turned me into a different ah! person. I'm like now a person with I nails. Love I, I, I love my fake nails you too. Do too. What's it making you, who's it turned you into, Vanessa? Well, I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm like, um, I guess I feel like a little bit of a, like a businesswoman mm. who's also like, who's like on the go. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I have also, I'm also soothed by nails, but I'm soothed by nails and touching things in commercials. And I used to, as uh, a child, what, remember that like butter commercial where they would, a oh, uh, uh, country crock? Country yes, crock. yes, yes, yes. And there'd be like a huge yes, muffin. And, they, it, was and they would one? have like the husband and the wife and it was always her like nails, like don't touch my country crock. And like, it was like those nails, mez, like something. So, and they were always sort of a nude color, like nothing too yes. bright, nothing too showy, like a real calming color. And when I tell you, I could sleep to that for, for yes. when I see nails of my, Aunt Anne in Kansas City had these bright red nails and she would always be driving this little red sob and just the clicking on the steering wheel. I, I can't describe Ugh. just people who click with their nails. There's nothing more soothing. It's like when you're a kid, don't you want to be a yes. woman at a, at a keyboard yes. and just be going like... <laughs> Tapping like, away like efficiently, it. but cheerful. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. I used to... Um, my parents would have the car in the driveway and I would pretend that I was a businesswoman that lived in my room alone. And I would be like, no one talked to me if I come through this house. This is my apartment building. Like, I'm not here. I'd get purse and keys and I'd put out mail for myself to open. That's all the whole game went to me opening my mail with my nails. Like, that's what we were doing. So I'd sit in the car in the driveway, like adjusting the mirrors, getting home from work. I'm tired, but I'm still got energy enough to open my mail. I'd go in. I'm like, I take my heels off. (laughs) I'd open up my mail really settle in with it. And then I would make out, and I mean like really with the door frame. <laughs> what? 
just this took a turn. This took such a I, turn. It was like, well, then my boyfriend's here because this woman's like single <laughs> and like she's having fun out in the world. But it was all na- in my head. I had the most long, beautiful nails. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Sorry for such a long anecdote, but okay. Vanessa, so then you got Molly Shannon to play kind of the head QVC. And then you got the most incredible cast. All and you stars. got Jennifer Lewis, um, Matt Rogers. You have Molly Shannon, Paul James, Poonam yeah. Patel. Yeah. It's incredible. Yes. It's so incredible. They're all so funny. They make me laugh so much. Um, and just like powerhouse after powerhouse. And some you know, are better known than others, but like just everybody's so incredible. And there's something very like meta about the fact that I always loved watching um, Molly Shannon on SNL, you know, when I was younger and like, and always kind of wanted to be like her and then, and then getting to be on like the same show as her. But, you know, we, we were not on SNL at the same time, but like, there's something about that. Like I used to get like emotional sometimes filming scenes with Molly because I'd be like, oh God, you're Molly Shannon. And she's so kind. I mean, you know her. She's she's the most lovely person. And Jennifer Lewis is just like, we immediately had such a like connection and she's, she just puts me right in my place. Like she knows to like make fun of me and that's where I'm comfortable. And she just, and she just sort of like, um, she does an impression of me. Like she's really, <laughs> we, <laughs> we really love that each other. <laughs> we need that. It's sort of just her having bad posture and um, calling, cause she, one time she, one time my friend, I was meeting up with my friend, Arielle was like in town and I, I took a phone call with her and I called her gal and Jennifer has never gotten over that. Cause my, my good friends and I call each other gal. I don't know. It's just like a thing we've done forever. We'll be what like, hi gal. Oh, we just say, hi gal. Like, how are you? Gal? Like, hey gals. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is kind of old. Pa- oh boy. When Jennifer heard me say gal, she'll never let me live it down. She's always like, hi gal. Like it's <laughs> kind of her impression of me. <laughs> it's really oh. incredible. She's so funny. She's really great. And then just the whole cast is, you know, Matt Rogers uh. is just like, such a genius and Poonam Patel and Aiden Mayeri, Paul, he's just like, Paul is so great too, because like my character is such a complete maniac and he just, every scene we're in together, he just grounds it and makes it seem like it's, it could be real. (laughs) You also have one of my favorite actresses of all time playing your mother. That's Oh my God. I mean, I so-called life, like the ultimate, but I mean, you really have, it's the like ultimate. you really created like a dream world in so many different ways. I mean, I having Bess Armstrong when as my I mom. Saw that, I was like, what? I, 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 I when she auditioned, I lost my mind. She had such an incredible audition, but I was already such a huge fan of hers, and I was like, could she be my mom in this? That would be so incredible. And my mom is obsessed no, with her being my mom. I love it. My real mom is like, she's so pretty. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I'm like, mom, she's well, like, she's thanks, not exactly. <laughs> yeah, thanks, gal. Um, but, and Matt Malloy, who's my dad, is so incredible. He's too. incredible. Like, I, I have yeah. to give a shout out to my friend who's the casting director, Sherry Thomas, oh, as well. She's because the best. Sherry not Thomas. That you guys. She, didn't co- collaborate, but Sherry Thomas is the best. And Jesse Klein, who, you know, ran the show too. And Jesse Klein is so incredible. Sherry Thomas is also a huge fan of QVC. So like and she Housewives. Is so- she's she's and right Housewives. here with us in the garbage. Yes. She's so incredible. And I, I love her so much. And she just like, she knows that world so well. So she was so able to like really 
like no, I've been out she, with Sherry, and I'll be like, "Where'd you get that bracelet?" And she's like, "You know where." <laughs> she, she not only has sequin pants from QVC, she's got me sequin pants. No, from QVC. well, you yeah. know, and I want to know. Wow. I have two things to say uh, just about Sherry, just also general. She casts the best shows, and they're all yeah. so you know, yes. like she cast The Shrink Next Door with one Casey Rose Fulson, and but she but uh, Handmaid's Tale, Breaking Bad, Barry, Barry, like she's yeah. And all of Danny McBride's stuff, she's the best. Like, she's incredible. Like, talk about a genius at what she does. Like, she's incredible. The other thing yeah. I'll say, to, for yeah. you to go also to the home of Lisa Rinna and Shannon Bedore, how does that yes. feel for you to be sort of up with them, too? And do you have more respect for them now, and Vanessa, what and what they did now that you went and sold? And how did your products do? Okay. I have more, I do have more respect for them. It is, I could see how it's very nerve wracking, especially, you know, the products that I was selling, they weren't like my personal products. So I didn't have as much stake in like, like, I didn't feel the pressure of like, if these things don't sell, I'm not going to get asked back or I'm not going to like make my margins. Archie isn't going to get fed this week. My dog Archie isn't going to get fed. So I, 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 I felt like if, if you had that added pressure, it would be really difficult. Um, and so I, I knew, newfound respect. I also will say, I think the product sold pretty well. There was, um, a hat that I had, that I said on air that I had picked to sell, like they let me, and it was an SBF, like it was a sun hat that had UPF 50 and, um, which is, which is, um, <laughs> which is like clothing SBF. Never heard um, of that. And that I guess sold the best because <gasps> I, I you pushed it. W- they could tell that I really, I mean, I'm. I'm shocked that I haven't bought it yet. I, I kept making jokes like, I'm going to take this home. And they kept being like, no. <laughs> they won't give you that. Not even like, one. Okay. Not Just even kidding. one. Well, our manager, Christy Smith, bought a gorgeous ring that you sold. A beautiful Jane Jane Tracy's, I think, 35th anniversary ring. It was kind of a tribute to her mom. A huge, um, it was um, Diamondique. Well, Diamondique's their version. I believe it was Diamondique. That's their it's version Diamondique. of Cubic Zirconia. Diamonique is a cubic zirconia that is sort of that Diamonique is, I believe, the line that QVC. So it's like Jane collaborated with the Diamonique company to create this ring. It had like almost an Art Deco feel. It had sort of an Art Deco feel. So I think that ring sold really well. And this herringbone bracelet, this braided herringbone bracelet, that another thing that I can't believe. And as I said on air, herringbone is making a real comeback. Did you research your products or were you going off the cuff here? I, oh, I, I, I was reading when I got there, I had in my like dressing room, all these cards like that said QVC on the back and they had all the details on them. And I was reading them to my hair and makeup people. Like I was like going through and I was going like, and this, this comes in four options. It really good for like, like, and I was so, it was like, it was like, I was a little kid getting to like actually do like, it was like, I was like, cause also as a kid, I used to like do fake commercials, like all the time, like to anyone who would listen into my mirror, you know? And so like the idea of like selling stuff, like getting to really like talk about the products and being like, and we have this in four colors. Let me take you through my colors. (laughs) Like I was so, I was just in heaven. And actually, when we film those scenes on the show, everyone's always like, okay, Vanessa, we got it. And I'm like, but should I keep selling this stuff? Can I keep... You love it so much. You can tell 
It's really coming see. through. It's really coming through. Especially in a recent episode, you really do some selling and it is powerful. I really was transfixed watching it. Like- and even watching <laughs> you say to me right now, you, Vanessa, yes. saying to me yeah. and Casey, like, herringbone's making a comeback. I'm like, I need it. I want it. I have to have it. <laughs> no, I'm like, how do I get it? And where? And yeah. Wow. Well, your show is so wonderful. I love that for you. It's on Showtime. It's it's so it's special so and it's good. fucking hilarious. Like at the, it's just hilarious and weird. It's like I feel like for anyone that's watching this podcast in particular, it's the right, it's the sensibility we're all wanting and like the mashup of everything we like, which is just like weird and funny, but it's also got a ton of heart and all these like amazing female characters. It's just great. The sensibility is so Thanks perfect. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. I love it. Congratulations. Uh, should we take a quick break and we'll come back and discuss Housewives with Vanessa Bayer? We're back. Now, Vanessa, I feel like we need to get into Beverly Hills first since... Sure. Now, yes. where are you in terms of we have a new character, we have some drama that refuses to unfold. Um, we still have Erica's, you know, seems to have, you know, gotten to the background of the bigger problems. Where are you at with Beverly yes. Hills? Um, I love Diana so much. I, I can't I can't believe how rich she is. Um, I love that she sends people ahead of her trips to like get her room ready. That's just like, if you're going to be so rich, like what a great thing to think of. Right. It's, it's almost like, yeah, I guess maybe you could say, well, anyone could be rich, but could anyone have thought of that? I wouldn't have. No. Yes. Absolutely right. And she has no shame when she gets there. Like if I had done that and I arrived, I'd be like, you guys, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Oh my God, guys. Oh my God. Thank you. She's like, the room is okay. (laughs) <laughs> like just very kind of stands in her own power. She does. I've never heard someone yes. say I'm allergic to stores. Like that bold oh statement, just to say it so baldly and so plainly and have no shame of that. Like that. I was genuinely worried that we didn't have enough like hanging space. She said we could always make more. When when the woman is like, can we make, yeah, can we make the closet higher? I was like, what are they going to, like, is that woman going to, like, welcome Diana into the room and go, like, um, just so you know, like, uh, the the closets aren't high enough, so we had to sort of, so part of your dress is on the floor. I don't know. I just, I got really, I got really fixated. Vanessa, so did I. Because I was like, okay, if the woman tries to come up with a quick fix, which is like, so a couple of your things are in the bathroom, Diana's not going to like that either. She has no way to win because it's like, well, I don't want to see my clothes like hanging off a rafter in the living room. You know, like I kept being like, when's she going to tell her? And how's Diana going to take this? But we didn't get to see that moment. It was very stressful. To me, it was the most anxiety-provoking moment of the <laughs> Me too. <laughs> me too. I was just like, because when you pay, I feel like I have never done this, but if you've paid that level of service, you're not going to want to hear a couple, too many things that didn't go well. Right. Does yeah. Diana have the money for all yes. this? I'm just double-checking. Yes. And what is it? She got, Wait, she got divorced and her husband- He was like yeah. a multi-multi-millionaire magnet. Even that doesn't feel like enough. She's so rich. She, I was enough. I started looking at those oh, rings. Oh, me too. Every time they flash back to like all the rings, that, even the rings hanging around her necklace, I'm like, what does one cost? Like one of those Cartier like leopard yeah. rings cost. I think it's like 50,000. I'm not even kidding. I think they're between like 30,000 and like 110,000. I know those are specific numbers, but those are numbers that I, I remember. Like they're, not they're not Diamondique. They're not Diamondique. They're not Diamondique. They're Diamond. And by the way, Diamondique looks just as good. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. And as I said, when we were selling that ring, sometimes you're traveling. You don't want to take your real diamonds with you. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa, stop. You're too good at this, Vanessa. You're too good, Vanessa. Vanessa, I hate to go back, but is there any other little phrases you said because they're delighting me? Um. Oh, I just, well, just the thing of um, <laughs> going through the different, going through the different scents and calling them. I said to Jane, I said, you always call them like your own, like the different colors and scents. You'll be like, my lilac, my white rose. <laughs> that sense of ownership. <laughs> my daisy. That sense of ownership. You go like, oh, they're hers and I want them now. Right. And I want them to be mine. Wow, Vanessa. Okay. Um, I love Diana too. What about Crystal? I'm worried about Crystal, guys. I have a. I was kind of on her side up until this most recent episode because I thought I really did understand what she was saying. That she felt violated. Those women may have a different definition of that word, but that's how she felt. And those women kept being like, and also no. she thought she was done filming. She didn't have her mic on, so she was also really not expecting to be walked in on. Someone schooled, right. schooled me on that. Right. So, oh, that's a good point. So I just felt like that was so insensitive and strange of those women to be like, that's not how And they also kept shouting her down too. It wasn't just like, they were shouting her and then the minute she would try and stick up for herself, they would shout her down. And so then she felt even more violated. So I got all of that. I understood all of that. The thing of like building up this thing that Sutton said and then it being like, I don't even fully understand what it was. It was like her being like a bunch of babies of different races. I would love for them to all be in the nursery together. (laughs) Okay, no. It was a bunch of teenage girls of different races in the hot tub together. (laughs) Oh, I was gonna show you. Such a both are both <laughs> nursery. Both are beautiful. Both both, both are, are are beautiful. Oh, what a wonderful or, or or dark, depending on how you look at it. But uh, here's my question: Is that all that was said, or is there something else? I'm unclear. That Sutton and Crystal have had a kind of understanding because it said we talked about it over the summer part of me thinks that Sutton would have gone through the roof even more if she wasn't a piece of her are also feeling like Crystal told me she's not going to say this I can't push her too hard or she might say it I felt that there was a little toggling going on Crystal was like I'm not going to say it and then the women start amping Sutton up and she's like okay I'm getting upset but I didn't feel she was like fully owning that's all I said like I didn't. Yeah. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, she kept going, let's move forward. Yes. yes. And I'm like, Sutton doesn't love to like move forward. Something felt yeah. off. Also. And she was thrilled when the women were like, it's not about what she said. It's about this. And she was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I felt like she was dependent on Crystal a little bit. But I don't know if that is what she said. Again, everyone can have their own reactions to stuff. But I was kind of like, sorry, this is what we're talking about. And I did share the sentiment of like, just fucking tell us. You're too normal for this show, Crystal. Well, that's the thing. It's just yeah. fucking tell us. You either have to tell us or not tell Whatever us. Whatever it is. But we can't. We can process. Yeah, but I, I was most annoyed with it. Tell us or don't. I can't. This in-between land that we're living in is too hard. So, so if I did feel maybe there was something that's not being said because... Yes. But do they have it, the footage? I, I, I just don't know. No, because Bravo was like, okay, we'll flash back to the thing about the hot tub in the nursery. <laughs> but we, I don't, I think if they, 
I don't know. I really don't know, but it was both, it was just interesting. And then if Crystal is protecting her, that's also maybe kind, but we can't know that. We just don't know enough. It just felt very betwixt and between and honestly infuriating. Yes. I was just like, you're yes. too normal. You've got to get off the show. You must. Because she, if she is, she's trying to like, I'm trying to protect this woman, but at the same time, I am saying she said something like, right, this is how you and we would handle this. Like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see a friend be like, yeah. you said something that bothered me, but I'd actually really rather not say it. Like, that's, no. Yeah, the show, that's not the show. Yeah. And I want her to stick yeah. up for herself too Me and just too. be like, this is what was said. Yeah. I'm fine with her saying it so that we can move forward. But maybe her definition of what is dark is, and maybe at the core of it, it's like, we're not getting it, that that was dark for her. And and there's room for that opinion, obviously, too. I don't right, know, right, but right. I know I was very annoyed. Well, yes. And I also yeah. thought that because I'm like, well, this doesn't sound that, that bad, but I'm also, I'm a white woman and my privilege tells me like, oh, well, this is how I see that. But I There can be a ton of babies in that nursery. <laughs> But also, yeah. like, so I might not see what she's seeing and she has the, the you know, as her life and her experience allows her to live something. But I think it was just confusing, yeah. honestly. It was... Yeah, it was. It was... I still don't know exactly what I yeah, watched. nobody does. And obviously, I really misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, you miss, You were still stuck on the dresses being too long. <laughs> you still couldn't get over that? I couldn't get that out of my mind. I was really appreciative everything. that... Diana paid for the jet. I just want to say that. Like, I love a cast member that's willing to pay for a jet. And I feel like Kyle, I saw some relief on her face. Like, every time it's like, and Mauricio's firing it up. And Kyle was like, yay, Diana. (laughs) It just felt good. Yeah. Well, you know what was so strange about that trip was it was the first trip that I was like, this actually seems like they're going on a trip for a real reason. You know how they're always like, it's a trip that Bravo planned. And they go like, I, I like, um, when that one woman was like, I want to find out about my yes, Irish heritage. Megan so we're all going to take a trip. To- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, that's like an extreme example. But like, they're always like, it's always like clearly Bravo has these trips planned for them, which I assume this was as well. But it's like, it, Dorit being like, I need to get like, I need to have a vacation and like go somewhere. It just felt, it feels too crazy to me that they'd be like, um, we want you to go to like, Mexico. And so just say that it's like related to like your break it. Like it, it feels like <laughs> using that as a reason is like so dark that it's like, I feel like she really did want to go on a vacation and Bravo was like, okay, but that's probably not how it happened. You're right. It is when you really, if, if we think about it in the context of a lot of them are just reasons, it's pretty dark. <laughs> Why do yeah. they always need a vacation? Like, or not a vacation, but like, why do they always need a reason? It's like, well, we're going to go. Reasons needed. No, but remember when we were like, we're going to Mexico to see Heather's property that she might build on, that she might Ugh. buy. And we have to do this like tour of the house with the architect. I was like, this is so stupid. Or like, even we went to New York, like, or Jersey, we had to go to like see Todd's apartment. Like, why are we going to see yeah, who cares? Todd's apartment? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish they had said, I wish they had said like, PK had said like, well, Bravo has this trip to Mexico planned for you. So I think that will be nice for you to like relax. Given like, what's that happened. Feels- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed, yeah. As opposed to let's pretend we're taking everyone on a trip after a devastating event happened to us. Yeah. Well, another devastating event happened on the show, which I'm so sick of. And I am a dog person. You guys know I'm a dog person. But Kyle... I'm not. And keep your fucking dogs away from the food again. I have to watch her, like, scramble them out to, like, not get the food. And I'm just like, Kyle... Kyle is addicted to caretaking for little ones, be they people or be they animal. I just think she has to have, like, a bunch of things around her that she's, like, taking care of all the time. It's weird. I know that... 
I I know this isn't going to make me any friends on here, but I'm not a, I'm not really a dog person. Okay, Look, and, I, and I'm not an animal person. I'm right there with you. Pe- people find that to be shocking. I don't know why people think I would. I love I I love I like cats. I like cats. <laughs> I don't um, believe you. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like cats. Okay, I had a cat growing up that I loved. Um, but but like to me, the idea of having like a huge, beautiful, like gorgeous house. And then putting a huge fucking dog in there. Like Sorry, seven I swore. Of them. <laughs> it it and seven dogs. It's like you're ruining your house. Like I want to go to your house so badly until I see that there's like this enormous scary dog walking around. That I'm like, forget it. I don't want. And there's never been one dog any of these people can like corral. Yes. Yeah. It's a trade-off. It's like if I go to your house, I have to be like jumped on. And I I really hate dog owners who like see a dog literally attacking you on a couch and they're like, Fluffy, get down. They're like, sorry. And you're like, get your enormous or they're like, he likes dog you. off of me. Yeah, he exactly. likes you. I'm no. Like, but I don't like him. I'm like the value of your house. Like I see I'd rather be in my tiny house where there is no huge dogs running around and eating my food and scaring me <laughs> than be in your enormous, beautiful house that you have, again, ruined with your stupid dog. <laughs> no, you guys, I am a dog lover and I don't mind dogs, but I just feel when there's food around. I want to ask Danielle, like, because you have a gorgeous, lovely dog, but like, as a dog owner, when you see your dog or anyone's dogs jumping into people's faces, are you not like, ooh, are you like... I gauge them. I'm like, do you, like, you're not into Nobody this. wants it. Nobody wants it. <laughs> Nobody wants a dog jumping on them or in their face. They're going to be polite. Well, I also, all of my my closest friends are like such dog people to the point where like, we'll be having brunch and a dog can't walk by without them being like, what's her name? <laughs> yeah. And she's, what is she? And they'll be like, she's a mix. And they'll be like, oh, so my dog's a mix. And I'm like, guys, can we talk about something else? Can we like focus on our brunch? Also, <laughs> when Kyle's dog was eating their food, that would have made me, if Kyle's dog started eating the food, there's nothing... That would have made me so mad. That would have made me more upset than the dog scaring me. I mean, look, I, I, I think I'm just particularly triggered. I grew up with a dog that would just, I told you, Danielle, jump up on our table and eat tacos off everyone's plates, like right out of our hands. And it was alarming for like my friends that came over. So I think this issue is particularly like hard for me. And look, I know how much people love their dogs. I love that they love their dogs. I love my friends' dogs. Just throwing that all out there. I think, yeah, it was just, it was a lot to see Kyle's multiple just, dogs. Well, then again, this week, I was just like, enough. Eating filet mignon. mignon. She can't put down a cheese fucking plate without them flipping the fuck out. Or yeah. where's like a gate? Like, is there a gate? You it know, a gate. feels so wasteful to get like an, a nice expensive cheese plate and have this dog eating cheese off of it. It's like, wh- <laughs> to what end? <laughs> Can I talk about another weird thing? And that is, um, I want to talk about Sutton, because she's the oddest. Like, she's just such an odd duck. Odd, odd, she's odd. so odd. And so... Yeah, what do you make of her? And I'd love to see an impression, not now, Vanessa, but just in general, I need you. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. What are thoughts on her? Well, I mean, I know her dress wasn't backwards. I know technically it was not backwards, but it was so wild that it had so many buttons in the back. I know that's not what you're asking, but, but I it think is. like... Ultimately, it she is, is a... <laughs> She is a backwards button dress. Like, that is who she is. She's such a strange person. I do. I, when she first was, like, a friend of, I was, like, not for me. Now I think she's, like, 
I think she's, there's parts of her that I like, like there's things about her that I like, but I just think she's such an the odd that she even made her drink this week was so like, her taking with the chopsticks. Oh, yeah. She was like taking ice out with chopsticks and then pouring some in. And then, like, I was just like, what is, how are you, how is this making a drink? Like, it's so odd. I love when the temperature starts rising with her emotionally and you don't quite realize it for a second. You know, you're like, okay, you think she's handling this well? And she's like, well, I think we have all decided I'm not that way. And you're like, whoa. Like it just catches you so, it just seeing her emotions well up in her face when it gets really serious. Yes. When she was like, I, I forget what she said, but something like, I, I, our, our family is love at our table or something crazy. <laughs> like she's, she really turns, but it's so interesting. Garcelle and her have a very deep friendship. Yeah, I guess so. I it's guess like so. Unflap, unshakable, which I actually kind of admire. I'm like, the two of them are like, they, you know, everyone always is like, who's got my back? It's like, those two have each other's back. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do think like, <sighs> I always have been like such a big fan of Kyle's, but I think in the last couple seasons, she does like start a lot of trouble and she's just so like, uh, it's hard. It's like, I, I appreciated the thing was that that last night's episode where she's like, Kyle is always trying to like settle things. And she's like, and here's how she does it. And Garcelle starts like stirring a pot, like <laughs> no like, bigger pot stirrer than Garcelle. See, Garcelle yeah. and Rinna have really have that in common. They're like the well, each other's mirrors in that way. And I feel like Rinna is like really redeeming herself in this season. Like, I really feel like she's kind of being a little bit the voice of reason among these, like, I don't know, but, but I feel like, um, I feel like Sutton is odd I, I understand why Kyle was like, what are you, what is your problem? Like, why can't you have any empathy? But I also, this is a separate thing that you guys didn't ask about at all. But I just want to say like, these women are so like, they're so um, intense about being like, like going like, Dorit will never get over this. She'll, <laughs> she'll carry this for the rest of her life. And then even when, um, when L Lisa Rinna's mom died, which was so sad. Um, Erica went like, this will crush her. <laughs> like, they're all like, so like, it's like, guys, like, can you just give, because I feel like then when Dorit and Rina like watch it and th these women just being like, this will stick with her and she will think of it every morning when she wakes up. It's like, they're so like, they're so like, it's, and, and Kyle being like, and the other thing that sort of annoyed me about Kyle was like, after Dorit's breaking, Kyle was like, I don't know how she's going to get through it. Like, I, I don't know. I think I would, I wouldn't be able to make, it's like, Kyle, shut up. Like, like, just let her, like, they're so like, wow. Like, I can't, you're gonna, I, I, if it were me, I would just like fully evaporate. Like, it's just, they're so like, they're such like, it's so not supportive. And it's so, it feels so like bad to just be like, wow, if that happened to me, yeah. you know, I know I'm repeating myself now, but it just, I don't know what that is about them, but it's like Kyle especially is like, is always just like. Even when they flash back to like, to Dorit, like, telling her, like, what happened, which is terrifying. But when Kyle goes, no! Yes! <laughs> so, exactly. You're like, Kyle, let just her let her talk. say it and don't add to You're it. Adding, like, just let her live the story for her and you be there as a support system, not, like, taking on her emotions and screaming as if it's happening to you. So yeah. weird. 
I'm right there with you. It's almost like they're dramatically adding such a negative, like more intense energy on top of it. It's it's very odd. I want to just point out one quick moment before we switch uh, cities, but I thought it was a little telling. So remember when we fostered the two vans and everyone's like, oh my God, Erica's in a van with um, Sutton and Garcelle. And like, yeah, yeah. I actually felt the mood to be pretty light in that van. And I was kind of like, I think there's a window here. I think Erica, I, I when Erica turned back and made some joke to Sutton, like Sutton said something and she was like, oh, when you know when the driver responds to you in English, you know it's bad or something. And Erica was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, these two, there's a room there. I think that was actually Erica's like real heart was sort of there. It was like, I actually don't want to be fighting with people. It just, I don't know. It was like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what, it, it's interesting to me, that's Erica. And why we've all been so kind of thrown by this is she's put on this like tough veneer that's seemingly so unempathetic and something. And I was like, I don't know how much of this is put on. It feels to me like Erica's natural instinct is to actually not be fighting with Sutton. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. they put that in there. I don't know. That's interesting. No, I yeah. sort of like, because yeah. I had a thought when I was watching the vans, which was that for as much... <laughs> for as <laughs> the van rides, yeah. The van rides, which is most of Housewives is just van rides to and from places. The Sprinter yeah. vans, it was all especially, of Atlanta. Uh, Re- especially yeah, recently, so yeah. basically yes. what we're watching in general. But when... I mean, Salt Lake oh, City, all been there for months. We're still in a fucking Sprinter van. It's all like City. We've never gotten out of it. But what I realized... For as much as they say that we're so fun, we're so cool, we're like the, the we're like having a blast, like we're just good time gals. Lisa Rinna and Kyle are sticks in the mud. Like they're just kind of a fucking bummer. And there I said Kyle? it. Interesting. Kyle is a yeah. goddamn bummer. She was running from a bee. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> She's deeply allergic. And remember when that hive like came after her on it? but like, of course they are. <laughs> you know, Rin is definitely like, she's never going to have too much to drink. And I know you're thinking like, yeah, she did. She danced that one time. I'm no, like, she was. No, she's still very much in control. Yes. And so is Kyle, guys. Yeah. And the only yeah. time Kyle's ever having fun is when she's putting all that voice like that she thinks is like funny. But. She does do good impressions. No, Vanessa coming from you. I'm kidding. Vanessa. I think she does. No, she does not. I think she does. Who does she do? She does one really well. Teddy. um, Was it Teddy just... Wasn't it weird seeing Teddy? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. It was like... like like, What's Teddy doing here? Why won't they gauge our interest for Teddy is less than gutter low? (laughs) You can have someone we've never seen before. And Please, a background artist. They're like, we'll satiate you with a little Teddy. And we're like, we don't want it. It's actively making us angry. Please stop, including her. I would sooner have like Carlton Gibbia or something like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a misstep. I didn't really think about it. Let's take a quick oh. break and we'll, we're going to quickly go through our other two cities. Uh, we're back with Vanessa Bayer. Let's talk about Atlanta. You know, I'm going to yes. just kick us off and say, call me okay. old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, call no. me a stick in the mud. Call me what you want to call me. Call me by your name because I I did take a bit of umbrage with Candy passing out vibrating panties uh, and asking agree. wives' husbands to control your friends' vibrating panties with a click of a remote while all out together. It was a big ask, I thought. Especially when going to Broadway. Well, 
That's what I was going to say too. It's not like they were go. It's like, it was one thing when they all were having like the sexy party or whatever was that last season, but it was like to just be going to Broadway to like a pretty serious play. Like the that Candy's producing. It just felt that Candy's producing. So it's like, she's doing both things. She's both passing out the panties and also, and sorry, that's a tough word for me, but, and also, and also producing but that's this always play. been Candy's like, gift, though, that she, she is really has a, a wide-ranging career. But yes, it's, go on. Yes, that's true. But it's like so... It's like, Candy, what are you doing? Why are what you, are you like doing, Candy? Completely on, like, Kenya's side and and Marlo's... Like, when they were like, what? It, why? In a why bus, now? Well, other people are like, just... A couple of people were just simply texting. And there you have Sonia's like you know, what's his name? Ralph controlling Sonia's vibrating Ugh. underwear while she's like, woo, woo. And everyone's like just trying to get to the theater and is like, are we going to be, make it on time? I'm like, this is the most insane scene I've ever seen. That's ever. crazy. The most it's insane crazy. scene I've ever seen is Marlo uh. taking a city bike to Broadway. <laughs> Oh my god! It was, it was so beautiful. weird that she did that. It was so good. She looked right as rain. I was like, she just looked like a supermodel. Like I was just like, yes, this woman on this bike in like New York City. That decision that she made to take while they all were like hustling on their heels to get to Broadway curtain, and she was like, "I'll take a city bike." Is why what separates her from like yeah. just greatness and just the muck. Like it, it was so crucial that decision and so perfect. The wheat from the chaff. Like she is. And I went on the archive website after it. Oh, I've been. And there's not, it, it is an, you can definitely like contact them and it's definitely real, but there's not like, like it lists all the designers, but you can't like click on like what piece, like it's like, it looks very professional, but it's just like, you don't get a ton of like intel from just going to the website is what I'll say. Like you can't you have get to, a like, product. actually call them or email At them. At least it looks yeah. professional. I mean, like a lot of them. It does. It, and it's easy. It's like, it looks legit and great. Unlike Drew's. Unlike Ooh. Drew's, which I also w- and? tried to go to. And it was like $142 for, to sign up for, to like do some kind of virtual program. I think that drop it with Drew thing feels the Bad. fact that she had a mommy makeover, plastic surgery, and then it's like, and I'm going to start a health... Like, those are two very different ways to lose... It was such poor timing. And then when she didn't know how much it was in the testimonial, when she calls her business partners, like, now, let you know, guys, uh, here she is. She's going to tell us how much it is. She's, she deals with all that stuff. And then the woman on the other line takes a half a hair pause and goes, let me check the app. Like, nobody <laughs> knows what's going on. Nobody Drew did knows. not think that through. She was like, no one will even clock this that I had a mommy makeover. And now, and have people lost it's hundreds really... of pounds, guys? Or is that like a hundred people have lost one pound? I don't think a hundred people it... have clicked on that website. And that's just going to be the truth. For real. I mean, except for us. Yeah, right. It just feels like those women, like when they get into like the weight loss and that stuff, it always feels... Like sketchy. It doesn't ever feel. You mean like Porsche's um, the dump, <laughs> right? That juice that makes you shit yourself. What about? But then you got when Sheree goes. I, if when I do have product for Shiva Sheree, there will be a working website. Like she even she's like you don't have product. Like you have nothing. It's like Sheree, you've been trying to promise this for us for twenty years, and she's like, even I, if I were to ever get a website up, and if I were to have product, would have product. It's like, <laughs> no, you've never had product. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, 
I, I gotta say something here and now. Is there anything to me trying drop it with Drew and reporting back? Casey. I mean, I need. I think it's gonna be too stressful. Like, I think it's okay. like not straightforward enough. Okay. I mean, it would be incredible, but I just like I just am not mad at website. Get in forty minutes, three days a week. Okay, <laughs> I'm just not mad at that. But okay, no, everyone's saying no. I just. I don't know. I would I would look at testimonials. Yeah, some of the graphics are troubling. <laughs> some of the graphics are troubling. Um, Drew, you know, Drew is just... I have a love for Drew. So when they all start cutting after her... Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure what they're saying is true. There's just something I really like about her. So I get defensive of her. And I kind of can't suddenly see what she may have done or may not have done. Well, and, and what was... I felt like Sanya is like coming at her because she's like, I don't feel like I can defend. Like, it's like Sanya felt bad about like not being a good friend to Drew and wanted to like confront Drew on why she can't be a good friend to her and come to her defense. It was so weird. It's like, it's so, I love when um, Candy commented on it too. Cause it's like, it's so fun to see like such an old pro, like Candy just be like, she doesn't know how to like, she should have written it down or whatever she <laughs> yes. said. Like, yeah, I do was like amazing. Sanya, it's like, I don't, I, what do you guys think of like, Sanya? I'm impressed. She's an Olympian, a gold medal. Olympian. I'm not mad about her too. joining us. I'm not mad, but I think you're right. It's like, yeah. you called her right out. She's like, sorry. So we've just been hanging out all weekend alone with no cameras, having a blast. And just in here, in front of all these people, is now when you're going to confront me? And she's like, and, well, your hair and makeup. You could just tell Sanya was in out of her depth, you know? Yes. Yes. Can we talk about... Okay, well, one quick thing before we get to the kind of titular, <laughs> the title of the episode yes. and, and what happened. But it really made me laugh. Marla was just on fire this whole episode when she was like, who's the most famous person that's ever made a pass at you? And Marla's like, Gene Simmons. And I'm just thinking of those two as a couple is so right. <laughs> Wonderful. That felt right, too. That felt like felt right. hair, makeup, like performance, like... Glamour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but can we discuss the episode title, which people have said online is pretty mean, um, which is She By Herself. Oh, uh, that is mean. Guys, when you see it. a gorgeous piece of fruit, don't you eat it? You know, it's just sitting there. What are you not going to do? I mean, I, we can't, we can't. Whoever thought of She By Herself, wherever you are, you're on a train. You're not even listening to this. I just want you to think to yourself, I did something good. I, that was so, so upsetting. So upsetting. The editing, okay, I want to also really shout out the editors. When she is en route to Philly, talking to her daughter, and then she says, I'm going to take a quick nap before I get there. Before I go to see my boyfriend who did not come to see me because of some parole issue and he's been in jail and I've supported him for years. So here I am taking a quick nap and they have the nerve to do those wavy lines like the dream sequence. Yeah. The dream sequence to then go into all the times that she's loved him and supported him. And then the next thing we know, we have her waiting for two hours in a cold outdoor sidewalk cafe for him. I don't think we've seen Sheree cry in a long time. Yeah, you could tell she was just the other thing. It, I mean, it's just so devastating. And you could tell she was feeling this is obvious, but just that she's on TV. It's all being filmed. And she's it's one thing to be stood up and wait for two hours. It's another thing to have it like filmed and everyone's going to see it. I thought Kenya was yes, really nice Kenya to her. Was. See, that to me is the heart is Kenya's real heart to me. 
Um, yeah. It was really interesting she called Kenya. I think that to me spoke a lot actually about like kind of where they really are with each other. Um, yeah. I, I thought Kenya was very sweet and she was like, how can I help you? It was so sad. Yeah, I also say that Sheree looked so beautiful. Like yes. she looked stunning. When she was like in that car ride and like the sun was kind of like on her and like just at that cafe, she looked stunning. And I just, you know, all yeah. dolled up. And then this guy, and then her issue has always been her vulnerability to me. It's like, she's always right. Everything's the best it's always been. And you can't get any, there's yeah. no crack ever, which I just have trouble with with her. But God damn it, we saw it this episode. And it's not, I'm not saying like, oh, I want to see her feel bad at all. I just, I, I was like tearing up. It was horrible. And then when she, it's just so, oh, go ahead, go ahead. When Kenya said to her, well, that's strike number one. And she goes, that's not strike one. It's strike 50. Oh, it broke my heart. Yeah. It's just these strong, incredible, beautiful women. And they're just being like taken down by these like toxic guys. It is like, it is shocking to see on a lot of these franchises, but this one, like Mark, like Mark. it just like, it's so, and Mark. Ralph, it's just like these yeah. women who like really kind of are so incredible. And they just have these, these guys are just like, it's so sad. I know. I really like Tanya's husband. I'm just throwing that out there. But I do too. Very, very sad. And it was a tough episode. Um, She by herself. Should we take one quick break and come back with Dubai to to close us out? Yes. Okay, Vanessa. So where are you on Dubai? This is a new series. We're two episodes in. How are you? I mean, I don't, do you, did you watch Ladies of London before with Caroline Stanbury? Okay, I did. So you know yes. her, and I was thrilled to. Um, I was thrilled to have um, Caroline Stanbury back. What did you feel That's about her dog Caroline. being on her bed? I thought it was odd that she didn't get up. Like she sort of sat in it for a long time and told her now husband, um, you know. Uh, he peed and then they sort of just like sat and like sat in the pee. I mean, again, <laughs> I'm not what I'm a saying. Dog person, as an on dog I... person, that must have been upsetting for you. Well, it's like I know that a smaller dog yields less <laughs> pee, but there's still got to be, it's still got to be getting on her to an extent. But aren't they eating breakfast? <laughs> yeah, I think getting they were eating the breakfast. Or something. It was, it was yeah, yeah. Now, what do you feel about our new girls t- that we're seeing? You know, the supermodel. All, I mean, Yes. I mean, I, um, I'm, I, I'm still kind of getting to know them. I really, um, I really, the person, and I, I mean, physically, I just think she's like the most beautiful person in the world, but I'm really into Sarah. Really? I really like Sarah a lot. What about Sarah intrigues you? I like, um, well, I really think she's beautiful. (laughs) Sometimes it's just beauty. (laughs) I I will admit to that too. Like Diana, I love how rich she is and how beautiful she is. And it does not go deeper than that. So I get it. I I think she sort of like feels like she's kind of down to earth, you know, and um, I I sort of just like her whole like uh, I like her whole like vibe, yeah. you know. And I I similarly I feel similarly about yeah. Lisa. I like Lisa a lot, and I think she's like feels very down to earth and is like, um, but but the other the other wives um, yet to see. I do think. Um, I do think Ion is very yes. funny. I mean, the way that she was talking about Nina being boring <laughs> was very <laughs> funny. I mean, already out of the gate, we're getting funny. We're getting fashion. We're getting a goat oh. running willy nilly through a yard and may have disappearing into the night. Yes. Yes. 
I um, who is your? Are you? Are there any that you're like gravitating towards? Obviously, Chanel. I mean, she's uh, stunning and yes, funny, and she's got takes, hot takes, and I like her son and her drama. You know, I like Nina. I, I'm still getting yeah. to know everybody's name, so I'm putting the yeah, name same, with the faces. Same, so I same, like same, Nina. Same. I like that she learned English from all my children and from. Um, yes. like a virgin. Like, I'm like, this is a woman after my own heart. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah me too, yeah. basically. <laughs> like, these same, are the things same. I grew up on. So I like that that, um, so those are two people I'm like, I, I'm so curious. I, I'm interested that everybody's doing Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, like, it's not really everybody's holiday, but here we are in, you know, Dubai doing Thanksgiving, I thought was a, a strange turn. And a, and a real and really interesting takes on Thanksgiving. Like at, I, um, going <laughs> to do Thanksgiving in a, I guess we'll call it a yeah, Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel <laughs> that, that has, um, dining rooms each, each. It seems like when you get uh, to the bottom, here's what, cause I was trying to piece it together myself. When you get to the bottom again, like a, yeah. a waiter steps onto your cart and brings I you see. in maybe another course and then exits the cart and then you do another spin around, spin around and then you go back up and then you go back up in the yeah. ferris wheel and you eat that course <laughs> and then you get to the bottom and you get a new That's, course that makes sense guys, i wasn't feeling dubai as much this week i was kind of like huh i wonder where we'll be here is there a show there is the question i guess we were saying who obviously like even though i think you know we all have our favorites it's like is there a show mm. there that I just don't know. It's almost like Not yet. what I loved about it in the opening is now a little more troubling to me in the second episode, which is like, oh my God, all these like women with money and, you know, careers and ambitions and they're all seem very fun and wacky and all these different elements. And now I'm like, but when they're all together, like Nina's giving me Deandra vibes from tech from Texas. I'm just like, what is this? I think Caroline Brooks is is yeah. very unhinged which I love, but I'm like, do all these pieces come together to make a show? Like, remember when Salt Lake got rolling, episode two, you're like, oh, interesting. These two are like sort of cousins and that one's this. And and it all just fell together so seamlessly, including Mary Cosby. You know, it all felt so right. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah Mary Cosby. Like, Dubai feels very spread out. We're doing a lot of FaceTime calls. I'm like, can everybody get yeah. together? Yeah. And the big conflict in this episode has been like that Caroline didn't invite, um, didn't invite Chanel to her hen party. And then they talked about it and it made Chanel mad. It's like, well, and Caroline didn't really And it's like, did you guys know each other that well? Like, we don't even know enough about them for that to mean anything. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I just don't know. And that's not to say I'm throwing my, you know, the towel in. Beautiful, yes. to watch. Oh. beautiful, beautiful women, beautiful homes. I also worry, and this was always this is the rub with housewives, which is that I don't believe that they're friends, and we, despite the amount we, of times they all keep saying like <laughs> in this one when when um God was it Caroline Brooks and Lisa got together for lunch. 97% of the conversation yes. was like, I'm so glad we're doing this. We have not done this enough. This is who we are. This is who you are to me. I love you so much. I really want to tell you we need to do this more. It was just so like, let's just show me a friendship, please, that I can sink my teeth into. And then at the end of the episode, when um, 
when Chanel was sharing about her um, trauma, like her upbringing and stuff. And that was so sad. And I think was she, she was talking to Sarah, maybe I can't remember. I yeah, think she was talking to Sarah getting everybody's names and, and she, and, and it was like, they had been sort of portrayed as good friends. And then it's like, she's telling her all this stuff about her and, and the person she's telling it to is so shocked. And you're like, you guys never talked about this? Like, I actually just want them to like what? brief each other better on each other. It's like, again, I will take in whatever reality. Like I don't even necessarily yeah. need there to be like some yeah. deep thread. Just a little, little ties that bind a little more on these gals. And what we'll see, you know, yeah. the Ferris wheel yeah. intrigued me. You know, I'm, there's certain things I'm, <laughs> Caroline Stanberry and that gentleman, when he was crying, when she was trying on a necklace, that is like, yeah, I like that. that. That I like seeing. I, what? Love, five I love a $5.6 million necklace. And a guy oh, who does not I, have one job being like, I have to work harder to get that. Yeah, second one. Doing yeah. what, sir? Yeah, we really needed Dominique in that moment. He, he, we did. And you could make such a stunning um version of that but <laughs> always selling Vanessa, always stop always selling always selling <laughs> I meant to, the word I was looking for was replica <laughs> um he yeah he was crying because she looked she she looked so beautiful in a such an expensive I had necklace. a different interpretation which is like I'm never going to be able to afford this lifestyle oh. that she wants from me. I, I had a different oh, interpretation so which was like I think I'm supposed to be seeming like we're doing wedding stuff and I'm moved right now. I, I don't know what it was. It was bizarre. It's, it feels like no one is really, um, is really buying it with those two. It does feel that, including me. And I'm so naive. I want to believe every single thing I see, but you know, look like Diamond Guys, we have three. <laughs> like Diamond Guys, Vanessa, you're incredible. We feel so lucky to have you on the show. Your show, I love that for you, is so We could really talk a million more hours and we could sell many more things. I wish you would sell our Carol's Last Summer t-shirts. Thank I mean, you. you really... By the way, it is Carol's Last Summer. This is it. We're here. I know. I'm aware. I, I heard you guys saying that last... Yeah. So everyone, yeah, you know, aware. can you... On our way out, would you mind selling our Carol's Last Summer t-shirts right now if you would... Give us a. She hasn't even of. seen them. Okay, let's see. Let's see how you would sell them, having not even seen them. Okay, wait. Danielle has one. Okay. Okay. So first of all, these have such a fun, playful graphic on them. They're made of 100% cotton, which is, and they're made of that brushed cotton, that really, really soft, cozy cotton that you just want to put on and and get in front of the TV and with your gals and get some snacks out. They say carols in a really beautiful orange, which, you know, everybody loves that little pop of color. They've got a dolphin in it. And and traditionally people think of dolphins as, um, you know, very soothing, very fun, very aquatic. But in this case, uh, the dolphin is really actually, it's kind of a fun pop. It's kind of an unexpected fun pop. And it's literally jumping out of the water in a way that's giving me, is making me laugh. Actually, it's giving me so much joy. And so you're going to want to get these. Now we come in all sizes. We are very inclusive of sizes. So you're going to be able to get any size from extra small to XXL. And also, I just want to say, and I'm, I hope that I'm accurate on that. I also just want to say, um, do support Bitch Sesh. It's one of the best podcasts uh, in, in the town. Wow! <laughs> Vanessa, wow. I want to buy one wow. and I have many in Me my garage. Too. That was oh. stirring. That 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 deserves an Oscar. Like that is a skill set that you have <laughs> you have you have realized is like what a beautiful skill these these people have, and you possess it now. It's so exciting and funny. 
Thank Vanessa. Thank you. That Thank you, Vanessa. Usually we ask you to do impressions, but today we just wanted you to be yourself. And I've never seen you And apparently yourself. sell product, for, push product, you know? like Pushing, pro- always pushing always product. Pushing. Can I push my I, I, can I push course, my product? Of course, I was just going to ask you. I also just wanted to say, if you're looking for, if you love this podcast, boy, are you going to love How Did We Get Weird, starring me and my brother Jonah Bayer. We'll talk about all kinds of nostalgic topics, ranging from skiffits to um, ab rollers and also and more. And so everybody, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can look up How Did We Get Weird, starring Vanessa and Jonah and Bayer. And your brother is a doll. He's so great. Oh. I love this oh, combo. Thanks. And yeah. you are such a doll too. Your parents Thank should, you. I say this so genuinely as a mom, should be so proud. And, and as that's so as nice. should every parent of dogs too. Like I, I want everyone to be proud of their both animals of and course. children this of week. Course. And of I course. feel, you know, of course. I'm going to get pulled aside by a couple of friends. Um, Vanessa, you're the best. <laughs> Listen to her podcast, watch her show. I love that for you on Showtime. I love you, Danielle. Thank you to Caitlin, our editor. Thank you to Amelia, our producer. Thank you to Earwolf and to Caitlin, our producer as well. You know, everyone's wearing all the hats around here, Danielle. Thanks, everybody. Love you guys. We're off next week, but we'll see you the week after. Bye.